Alrighty, welcome to the next episode of HOA Nightmares. I cannot believe we're here today. We're going to be covering uh, a variety of topics, uh, most uh, importantly, my realtor who could not stop getting plastic surgery and uh, some upcoming elections in both of our buildings that are going to undoubtedly lead to some drama. So, Stephen, how are I'm you? I'm doing great. It's good to be back. Good to be back wow, on the uh, wild uh, reception of our first episode from our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Truly overwhelming at the fans that are just pouring in and, and giving us feedback. Some of it constructive, some of it not, not constructive, constructive at all. all. No, it was it was, uh, it was great though to hear back. You know what what people thought of it. You know what they liked, what they what they didn't like. I, I would like to address one one concern that some of the listeners had. They they uh, they're fearful that. I live on uh, the the trash planet from the movie Wall-E because uh, I kept referring to uh, our neighbors and uh, our neighborhood and the building as just garbage. Uh, I may have embellished slightly. Uh, you know, we don't live on a trash planet, um, but uh, you know, I, I will continue to uh, have some strong opinions based on the behavior of uh, the people around me. Um, but you can rest assured that uh, I don't live in filth. Uh, and I remain relatively clean. <laughs> you know, I think there's a little bit of editorial license there. It's I mean, true. Did Tennessee Williams always tell the truth? Probably. No, not. I think I think you know part of this is is this isn't a documentary, so to speak. This is you know for entertainment. So uh, you know, as most of the just like most of the Transformers movies, these are you know based on true events. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I like to think of us as more like the lifetime version of what actually Exactly, exactly. There's going to be a lot less assault on women, but very right. much in the same thread. That is true. Well, speaking of women, um, <laughs> I thought that, uh, that we would make a transition. I think we talked a little bit about how we got on our boards, but I also think, um, you know, even the process to getting our places had uh, a few interesting stories and... Um, you know, one that came to mind and actually it just it came to light because I got an email from my realtor. She um, is still slinging properties all over South Florida. And uh, I was on her serve and I just was thinking of the actual buying process for me and how, um, first of all, I thought she was wonderful. Uh, There's a lot of realtors here. I actually fired several others. It's hard to find a good one. You, you've got to search around tough. and try to find it's, it's I mean, it's such a relationship. Uh, that you're contacting them and talking to them so often, if you guys don't vibe, it, it can be a bad situation. It's so true. And I think for me as a first-time buyer, I mean, you guys as well, it's it's a really scary process. It's like, you know, you've been saving money for a long time, and it's like, this isn't a game for me. Um, I think that the, the market in South Florida was such that there are a lot of cash buyers from like places like South America and, and with some of like the geopolitical things that were happening and people are getting money out of those countries. So a lot of the, a lot of places here were just bought in cash. And so people didn't ask a lot of questions and they're, and I had to make it clear once I'd learned that, that to these realtors, I was like, this is not a game for me. Like I am a very nervous Greek jumping into a volatile market. <laughs> so like handle me with care. Yeah, I think tensions can and, uh, tensions only, can run high when you're when you know you're, you're trying to judge what what is the best thing you can get for your money. You know, how am I going to feel living here? What are the things that I need to do to the place to make it? You know, the the, the place for me that I want to live. You know, does it need construction? Is it you know move in ready? Uh, you know, it, all all of these things. You know, how does it look? How does it feel? 
you know, can, can really matter. And it can be extremely tense trying to find everything because they're trying to close you as fast as possible and you're trying to, oh, sure. you're trying to take your time. So it can, it can definitely be a, a journey. Oh, it, it, it definitely was. I mean, it took me almost a year of looking, firing people, and essentially interviewing people, um, you know, to, to a degree and kind of like trying to get their philosophies and then just seeing how they work. I was getting a few people, they would do the laziest MLS polls, send me an email of like 60 properties and condos and townhomes and and some of them, you know, it's like rented until 2023. <laughs> like I have, that is like seven years from now. Like I have to live here. Like why would you send so this? So you to had me? you said you you were looking for a year. Did you have a pretty open situation from a renting perspective? Uh, a little bit, yes. So like my realtor or my uh, my landlord. Once I really started to get serious about and like was getting pre qualified, I tried to be as transparent with him as possible because he was really easy to deal with. Um, he lived in town, he had a few other, he did some real estate investing himself. So thankfully he understood and I was always a good tenant with him and paid on time and stuff. So he was very flexible with me and, and I made it clear. I was like, I'll of course give you the appropriate amount of notice. Um, you know, I, I want to make sure and handle this, handle this properly. And, and he was grateful for that too. So I think because we had an open communication, he kind of knew that it was coming, but I told him that I was in no rush and it needed to all be correct as a first time buyer. So I think he also knew that there was, you know, that it could happen. And cause I told him, I was like, whenever it, it happens, it'll happen and I'll keep you posted on things. So he was, he was very, um, open and, and he would kind of check in every now and again, you know, Hey, how are things going? And, and so it was, I was very lucky in, that's in that great. sense that he, he was cool. Yeah. That's it. really good. Um, we, we had a little bit more of a kind of a business relationship. We were in a larger con, uh, apartment building and, you know, we gave them, you know, we had a six month lease and we gave them, you know, notice that we weren't going to, uh, to renew it and that we were going to plan to move out. Um, and so we, you know, we basically gave ourselves kind of six months, like let's, we're doing this. Oh, wow. And, you know, we, we made it to, you know, I think we, we ended up closing with, um, about two or three weeks to spare. So, you know, we were, we were definitely, you know, you know, biting our nails a little bit about trying to, trying to make it happen. Um, which only adds to the, only adds to the stress. Um, Oh, for sure. I mean, after that whole process of, and even just learning through the the closing process, I made it very clear to everyone in my orbit that I will die in this. (laughs) Like this is where I'd never want to do this again. I will die here. But it's, I mean, um, you know, not, not to, not to tease a future episode, but you know, there's other people that appeared to have died in your condo as well. That is true. That has certainly created some real accounting wrinkles <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that, yeah, I, I definitely look forward to getting into, into that one. Um, maybe that'll be like a Halloween episode. I don't know. <laughs> real Dia de los Muertos type of feel, uh, for, for that but um but yeah no it, it was the whole like process with my realtor she um was great she was a former uh model turned realtor interesting which is yes so she not only knew her way around a catwalk but knew her way around a single family uh which i admire i think she so she was she was great in that she was the only person who actually asked me what was important to me and, and actually listened. She would, you know, whereas other people would send me a listing of like 60 properties, 
she'd send me a curated list of about six. So I just felt like she understood and she actually took the time, which I thought was sad that the bar was like that low, that just something so simple as, hey, what, you know, what are you really looking for? Um, because that's so important so sh- there's there's always everybody's got those little things that that bother them or little things that mean so much and you, you got to hit those notes right oh for sure and she understood that and which I really appreciated so she um, you know once we started and actually it only I only even found her because I actually called about a listing that I had seen that, that she had and so, you know, then we just got to talking and she was so personable and she really asked all the right questions that um, she said, you know, well, can I, can I show you a few places? Can, can, can let's work together. And um, I, I, I said, absolutely. Like that sounds, that sounds wonderful. So she, um, you know, first impressions mean a lot. So she was always like dressed very like business professional. She picked me up in this uh, incredible Mercedes sedan and took me all around the neighborhoods to a few different places one day. And I just walked away being like, this is, this is my person. Like she understands. She was asking me questions about each place. What did I like? What didn't I like? Um, you know, what did I think about the neighborhood? How does that factor in? I mean, she really, really dug in on the details, which and I just was so excited to finally feel like someone, you know, saw me. I felt very seen in these uh, one-bedroom condos all around South Florida. It's got to be, um, yeah. So it's got to be. It's got to be right. It was, and I think the only kind of wrinkle came in the uh, ensuing weeks where she had mentioned. Uh, so we were meeting at this other listing, and she uh, sent me a text because she was running behind, and she was like, "I'm so so sorry. I'm I'm running late." Um, I'll, I'll be there in about 10 minutes. And I said, no, no worries. It's fine. I'm just, I'm just here kind of walking around, checking things out. So she shows up in an Uber and she, you know, just doesn't have the same kind of like level of like attire on. So, I, which is fine. I mean, I don't, I'm not judging anyone by their appearance, but there was a, a marked difference from like the previous two weeks. So, so I mean, when you said uh, she was, she wasn't disheveled. She wasn't disheveled at all, but she just didn't look like herself as I had like previously seen her. So, you know, it, it was like she would always have, you know, a blazer on and, and you know, she was like in heels and stuff. And, and today she was a little bit more dressed down, which, you know, for me actually put me more at ease because I'm quite sloppy <laughs> in my Not in my true. Personal Not life. true at all. So <laughs> I actually preferred her a little bit more casual because I, I, for me, I think it, it just, it felt like it was a little bit. You know, I appreciated her professional nature, but for me, I was like, I like this casual vibe. Pat, I've, and so, Pat, I've been to your wedding. Uh, I, I think I'm pretty sure you feel very, very comfortable uh, in very formal attire. Well, I actually was quite uncomfortable since I was wearing Spanx underneath of all of my suiting. So it was, I, I've never looked better. That's that's my peak. I've certainly peaked. Well, I think we've all peaked. <laughs> we've definitely all peaked. Uh, there's, it's, it's only downhill from here. That's true. That is true. She, and that's the thing is my realtor would, I I think that she also had a a sense of fashion, I guess, being a a model and like being around clothes and stuff. So she always still looked very nice. Um, But I was actually really surprised just because the the different, you know, she pulled up in like a Kia Sportage and I was like, hey, is everything okay with your car? Like that, that was such a great, I mean, such an awesome ride. And, um, she just very casually kind of threw out there, oh, yeah, I I had my boobs done, so I can't drive, you know, uh, for, for a couple of weeks. I, I just got it done on Tuesday. This is a Saturday. And then my jaw hit the floor, and I was like, shouldn't you 
be in a medical facility somewhere, a, a hospital, um, and she just kind of completely dismissed it and said, you know, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I just, I can't raise my arms. <laughs> Um, I, I've got, but I've got listings to show and, um, you know, as long as you can get the door for me, I'm, I'm cool. And it's like, wow, like this woman is a, she's machine. a motivated woman. Yeah. I mean, she's pumped up with some CCs of saline and just showing properties. So I think that the question on everybody's mind is, you know, how do they look? I mean, she was wrapped tightly. She looked like the money, <laughs> like she was like pretty, pretty well bandaged. But no, she she is a beautiful girl. It's like I, I you know, and I always thought that she was she was gorgeous as she is, um, as is all God's creatures. But um, it was <laughs> later by the time we closed, they had they had settled. So she is that the word was, for it? I don't know. I'm not. I mean, I don't. I've I don't, only seen a few episodes of. Bosch, I mean, you're but, the one. You're, you're the one who lives in Miami. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put you as probably the the better authority on uh, fake breasts. Uh, I mean, they were certainly larger than before. I guess we can leave okay. it at that. They, they, they had increased in size. Gotcha. Is it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this is this is the podcast. She, but we, it, we can't we can't go to the we can't go to the tape. We can't can't go to the tape. But I guess like for me, what I mean, she was certainly taped down. I guess with the drains that were coming out of her body, um, following a fairly major surgery in my mind. Um, but she was such a pro in that, like, she couldn't raise her arms, she couldn't lift anything or open any doors, <laughs> but that did not stop her from having a printout for me of all of, like, the stats about the building and some extra tidbits, because she was calling realtors from post-op and getting details for me, so, I mean, I well, dedication. who pops out of anesthesia. Absolutely. that's yeah, dedication, pops that's out good. Of anesthesia and hits the MLS, yeah. Um, so, you know, that was, like, the first clue for me that that maybe something may be afoot here but you know we got through the day i ended up you know driving her home myself since she was unable to open doors and, and we we still had a, a really nice day and um so as that continued to heal uh, to heal we were making plans to see another building a little bit farther north the following week which um needed to be postponed uh, because of a rhinoplasty consultation and so, um, this this uh, you know, this again, becomes a problem though because you know for for a lot of a lot of units you have to be on the ball you have to see it that oh, yes. day or even before it goes onto you know the kind of live onto the internet. I mean, there were there were definitely times when you know our, our realtor would show up and she would call us and she would say something is about to go on. I think you're going to like it. We got to go now, and we would say now now and she was like i'm gonna be at your place in five minutes you get in wow you know it, it, like, you know we gotta go you know like yeah we gotta we gotta get in the car like we're escaping from a compromised uh, embassy you know it's there's no time I, to yeah. lose <laughs> full just taken to status just yeah you know, meeting and because you, know, you got wow. i mean i don't know if you had that experience but there were times when you know we'd see a place and you know, we were comfortable with a, a place that maybe needed a little work. And so, you know, there were places that, you know, would come on or about to come on that, you know, needed work and were, you know, in an amazing neighborhood, very underpriced because they needed work and people didn't want to do it. And so somebody would come in and scoop that up. And so, like, let's go. And we got to get on it now. Oh, yeah. Um, and they would, you know, inevitably, like, we would 
they would be scooped up by the time we you know we would get there in one in one occasion it's so true it's it is it's so true like that i think especially in certain neighborhoods here because also too there's so much happening you know there's a tremendous amount of of high rises in the south florida area um but i think that what's happening is a lot of the new ones that are being built are in like the luxury status so they're you know they're they're beautiful but they're out of the price range for a lot of like the actual local buyers and so yeah that happens here too is yeah it's crazy they they stat they put these huge things you know huge buildings up and they're full of you know built units that are just way 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 above um you know the the average price um and they're just you can't you can't even approach it it's so true. So then it's, it's like, okay, then you're looking at these up and coming neighborhoods, which, you know, have some of their pros and cons too, which is, was something that I spoke at length with my realtor and that, you know, I obviously wanted to be in a safe neighborhood. I didn't have to be in the trendiest neighborhood, but, you know, I wasn't opposed to something that was a little bit more up and coming, um, you know, from a price standpoint, but, you know, it, it was... So I think there were just, there are so many variables. And then now when you're adding into the equation the variables of plastic surgery... Um, it really like complicates a process. Yeah, I mean she's uh, she's got to be on the ball, and and you, you never you never know. She's got to be have her wits about her. She can't. <laughs> <laughs> she does. Well, I think the the most egregious one was like as we were kind of nearing the finish line, and I was getting all these emails from the lender, and I was going through that process, and I was reading every single line because I was, you know, just I wanted to make sure that I didn't make a mistake. I think that was like my biggest fear was having some sort of bias remorse. Um, you know, I've given a, a quite significant chunk of, of savings that I've been putting aside for many years to make this happen. And, you know, once that's gone, it's gone. And um, I was kind of frantically like reaching out to her with a couple of questions that, that you know, went unanswered. And, and which was kind of surprising because usually she was always very responsive. I made it clear to her that I was going to be a, a nightmare client because I was so nervous and she, you know, would put me at ease. And I, I tried to be a little tongue in cheek, but I'm like, no, I'm actually going to, you know, be quite aggressive uh, on certain things. And, and she'd be like, no, no, that's, that's the game. That's why, you know, it's what we all do. So she understood. So I was really surprised when I didn't hear back from her uh, for for about a full like day and a half, um, and so you know I'm, my anxiety is only increasing, and so I, I finally get a note back from her, and she said, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I just had LASIK, and I've not been able to open my eyes for 24 hours or, or read anything for 24 hours." And so I kind of like went into like a full like Jerry Seinfeld mode. I was like, "All right, no more surgeries." <laughs> like I just. It, I just, I kind of like lost it. I was like, because in my head I was thinking, I was like, I'm probably paying for a lot of this. Sure. So. I mean, like, she's, she's, she's front, <laughs> she's front running your, uh, your impending payment. Did you, <laughs> exactly. did you ever find out, you know, did you, how long of a list of surgeries did she have on the docket? I, you know, I, I felt like with HIPAA rules, I probably like shouldn't ask that question, but it, it just, cause in my mind, when I would like, if you would see her, you'd be like, wow, like she's. She's gorgeous. Like, what? She doesn't need anything. Like, like, why? Why do it? And and so, I, I guess I would just kept being surprised that, you know, because I, you know, I never saw her wear glasses or anything. But I'm like, okay, I guess she was wearing contacts and couldn't see. But I don't know. It it, it was it, it was so strange to me because if you ask me, oh, well, I mean, I think it's probably a, a a tough thing in the current climate to be like, oh, that that girl needs a, a you know full whatever you know it's like i I wouldn't judge a woman's body and and be like oh 
she definitely could use a new face. Um, but <laughs> I mean, maybe was, that wasn't her face. That's I mean, at this point, who knows? It's so unclear because when you see those stylized glamour shots that I think most realtors have, they all are like generally like pretty good looking, or they've been touched enough to, you know, like retouched to you know be very to look good on a on a the side yeah. of a bus, if you will. Yeah, I mean, you 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 who who doesn't look good on the side of a bus? Yeah, exactly. So it just becomes surprising to me that all these things. But I mean, I don't know. I I hope. I mean, and then she did. She was like, yeah, no, no nothing else, and you know, for now. <laughs> so I, I just, I felt like there was probably some, some more to unpack there that, you know, goes beyond real estate. Like, let's, so is, let's get into since it's been, some of those It's operations. been, what, three years since you, you bought? Yeah. yeah. Is she a, like a full cyborg now? I mean, she probably could have walked past me in the street, and I was completely unrecognizable. I mean, at the, at the pace that she was going. But, you know, who, who knows? Because that's the thing is this last email I got from her, there was no picture, so I don't know if she's now waiting for her new headshot until after her episode of Bosch. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. To a full, a full, a full head transplant. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, I've often said that I, I will probably be getting most of my surgeries in Colombia, um, but you know that seems to be the other trend here. So at least she was doing them in the in the United States. But yeah, you got to buy local. Crazy. Moment. You got to buy local. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we're coming up on small business. Yeah, yeah. Shop small. Yeah. Reminder, guys, don't don't go to Colombia for your surgeries. Do it at your <laughs> yeah, shop local. Shop local. Shop local. Your, you know, your the, the Miami the Miami plastic surgery scene is you know really hitting a recession. It needs a boost. You guys, you guys, needs you guys can be <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, when you walk around, you, you kind of get get a good sense. Especially, I think too, like even in our building, there's been a lot of. Um, some of the, the newer folks and, and some of the renters uh, that have been coming in. It's just, it's very interesting seeing just some of the, the proportions of some people, mostly women, um, but yeah, they're the... Pro- proportions? Very, yeah, it's very, because I, I, I think a big thing here that I've noticed is like the, like the ass implants are a huge thing. Interesting. In South Florida, which, you know, are interesting, especially like in a community like we're in, in a building by the pool, and that's something that I think we have covered on a, a, a forthcoming episode um, of like just people from different cultures that um, you know feel very comfortable with their bodies, especially if they've just paid for them. Um, and you know the whole west side of our building overlooks the pool, so which is where I am. So you see things, see a lot of things, a lot of things. But I mean, but yeah, but thankfully, I mean through that whole process um, of I was able to close and get in this place and, you know, never knew that I'd be on a board just a, a short year and a half later. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a journey to get from, you know, the moment of, okay, I'm going to buy, I'm ready. I have the, I've, I've got the savings, I've got the motivation, you know, and then you do it, but it's, it's a journey. And, you know, you, you know, I hope she thanked you for, for all those, all the, all those surgeries. <laughs> well, you know, look, I'm just doing my yeah. part. You know, they say it takes a village, and um, you know, I, I certainly hope she's well. I appreciate all of her hard work because I do love living here. Um, I do feel very grateful, um, and I, I'm also excited by all of the changes that we've been able to make in the building since joining the board. Um, that I think it's it's been really cool to kind of have a say in certain parts of of 
you know, looking at your neighborhood and making sure your building is, you know, staying competitive and, and also too, but at the end of the day, just making it a nicer place for you to live and come home to every day. Yeah, I mean, every, there's, there's always improvements that need to be made. I don't know how this became a plastic surgery episode uh, on buildings and or people. But um, yeah, I mean, the repairs, you know, renovations, rejuvenations, you know, I mean, the, the, the buildings, you know, they always need them. You know, we're, we're exploring lots of that for, for next year, putting that into our, our budget, uh, trying to figure out, you know, what's the priority. You know, there's, there's renovations on your building that are, you know, needed from a, um, you know, a, a stability standpoint or a safety right. standpoint, then there's, you know, then there's the cosmetic stuff. Um, like, you know, getting, you know, you know, new, you know, new, new paint on your doors or getting new, uh, you know, repainting railings and, and all of those things that don't truly, you know, impact the safety or the stability of the building, but, you know, make things look nice. Uh, you oh, know, scratches, sure. gouges, you know, in drywall, all of that, you know, that makes a big difference and is a big deal to a lot of people, especially when they're trying to, uh, to sell their units or rent their units. So, so those things are, are the, uh, are the important part that, that everybody notices like a nose job. For sure. Well, I know you've got a big meeting coming up, uh, at the building as actually, as do we, are there, are there some projects like that are hot in everybody's mind around election times or what's what's going on well i think that there is you know there's there's always the you know the expectation that you know what have you done for me lately uh for for the residents to the board and so you know setting up what our uh you know what we've done this year and then what we want to do next year you know are are two big things that that everybody everybody expects you know they want to know what did you really do because they definitely weren't paying attention um, in the past year, and then what are you going to do next year? You know, what? How are you gonna gonna make magic happen um, with an absolute pittance of, of money? Um, right. Because we don't want to pay. We don't want to you know contribute. We just want you to just do things and manufacture right. uh, some changes. So so we're gonna be you know sort of setting up the setting the stage so to speak for for what those things are gonna be like. Um, and you mentioned on our last episode that. Uh, you know, you had a uh, an, an absolute battle axe of a woman run your your board meeting when you first joined. Uh, well, for yes. the for the first time in my experience, we're going to be having a uh, the the board's attorney uh, run our our annual meeting because we're expecting that there could be some drama. Uh, so so that'll be a, a very interesting thing to debrief with uh, with you and all the listeners. Uh, what happens? You know who who is uh you know who's who's yelling and screaming and whatnot because i think it's going to be it's going to be an interesting situation uh as we propose a raise to our our hoa dues which is never a popular thing oh oh well i am certainly titillated at the thought of the content that will be generated from those uh if, if yeah the, the battle axe who ran ours is is any indication it is a truly wild experience and um and yeah, I mean, I think with our pending elections as well, we are going to have some real, some real meat to get into in the in the next coming episodes because, um, yeah, there's a, a certain gentleman who I uh, lovingly refer to as the Mitch McConnell of our building who was kicked off the board and is um, making a run at it again. Who does not live here, does not want to spend money, and I cannot for the life of me understand why he wants to be back on this board. But um, you know, I guess much like a Mitch McConnell, they just can't help themselves. I mean, you know, I think it's a power grab. Uh, 
you know, yeah. we're we're going to be seeing for the for the again the first time last year when I when I actually joined, uh, we you know it was really hard to find anybody who wanted to be on the board. It was you know we we have uh, we're supposed to have so many you know a certain amount of people to fill the board and have enough uh, enough people to to participate and you know it was we were in danger of of having only half of what we needed. And wow. now this year we have people that are competing to be on the board. So there's going to be more people wanting to be on the board than there are board slots. Uh, and that's going to be a very interesting uh, situation of who's going to make what case. Um, we also have somebody who, who is, uh, uh, does not live in the building um, but uh, wants to be on the board, um, which uh, I, I, we learned as a board just recently after uh, – after this person decided that they wanted to be on that there is no official rule that somebody that doesn't live in the building uh, can't be on the board. It's just not ever happened. So, uh, wow. so this is going to be, you know, some, we're, we're breaking new fresh ground. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll have to see how that transpires. Well, I'm certainly thrilled. And I think that is one of the perfect notes to leave our listeners with of uh, there's a tremendous amount coming your way. I think it's always nice to take a little retrospective as to how we got here with some uh, some some fun stories and, and whatnot. But it's I always think, good to reminisce. You know, <laughs> <yeah>. How did <laughs> we get ourselves into down. this mess? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it is like you said, it's a journey. And I think that this is um, you know, only just the the very beginning. There's there's a lot coming. So wait, your meeting is the fourth. Um, it is the it is that whatever that week is. Um, I'll have okay. to go to the calendar. Uh, I've I've tried I, I've tried to block it out. Well, as I as I you know would definitely encourage you hold on to all of the feelings that are generated during that meeting and save them for this this you know for our listeners. I think that you know what. Um, we've come to understand from our listeners is they really love that raw, you know, emotion that, that I think we can bring, bring to this. So I think let's bottle up all those feelings as any good Catholic does. Yes. I'm, and, I'm, I'm um, <laughs> extremely familiar with that. Push them down deep and then release them all at once uh, on your loved ones uh, at an unexpected time. That's exactly that's just how God intended. Um, well, perfect. Well, Stephen, I hope you have an amazing week. You too. This has been such a great, um, you know, I appreciate where and, and definitely want to remind our listeners that if you're not already following us, check us out on Instagram at uh, HOA Nightmares. We definitely want to hear from you. There's the email in there. It's HOA Nightmares one at gmail.com and send us your stories, uh, anecdotes. And uh, yeah, if you have any other general feedback criticisms you know we want it all i think that now that we're you know public figures we have opened ourselves up and we are um you know we're, we're ready for anything that you've got coming coming our way so shoot us an email and uh tell us some stories that we can read on air and we will uh, be talking to you all we'll very talk soon. to you soon and again as a reminder whoever owns the email address hoa nightmares at gmail.com we'd like to hear from you what is going on in your life uh, and can we have that email address um, so don't be shy. We'd love to have you participate. Um, and I think as a, as a final word from me, uh, I, I'd like to remind our viewers, Pat can attest, that spanks are the most important thing you can have at your wedding. <laughs> yes, and maybe even a board meeting. It helps to just kind of keep everything... Keep it tight. You know, show dominance. Keep it right, keep it tight. Spanks. Yeah, keep it right, keep it tight. 
I love it. Oh, well, that's a perfect note to end on, and Steven will be talking to you soon. All right. Great to talk to you. See you all later. Bye-bye.